Good morning. We are on Yud Dalid Amad Aleph, two lines at the bottom. We were talking about the Yam, the Shlomo Mach made a huge Kior uh, of water in the first base of Megdash. Tanya Rabichia. We learned in the Brisa, Rabichia said, Yam Shasa Shlomo, the sea which Shlomo made. It held the equivalent of 150 mikvos. How much is a mikvah? 40 seah. Says he should wash in water, which implies a gathering of water. His entire flesh, Sufficient water to cover his entire body. How much is that? Three cubic amos. An ama by an ama by a height of three amos. Estimated that a mikvah is 40 seah. So now the Gemara is going to try to see how there would be 150 mikvahos in this yam, which was five amos tall by uh, with the diameter of ten amos. What's the volume of the mikvah of the yam, rather, five hundred cubic amos? It had a diameter of ten amos and was five amos tall. At the moment, the Gemara is not distinguishing between the volume of a cylinder versus the volume of a rectangular object. So, if it had a height of 5 and a diameter of, of 10, so 5 times 10 is 100, and, I'm sorry, 5 times 10 is 50, and then 10 in the other direction is, makes 500. So letlat mea mea in three hundred cubic amos there are one hundred mikvahs because a mikvah is three cubic amos lemea bechamshin chamshin and in one hundred fifty cubic amos there are fifty mikvahs so arba mea bechamshin sagya so it would have been enough to have four hundred fifty cubic amos to have one hundred fifty mikvahs Rabbi Chia said there were one hundred fifty mikvahs in the yam. Yet the yam was 500 cubic amos, not 450. And our answer is, The calculation we just did would apply to a rectangular object, a cubic object. The yam which Shlomo made was round, was cylindrical. How much is a square bigger than a circle? A quarter, or approximately a quarter, because a circle with a diameter of 10 has a circumference of 30, whereas a square with a side of 10 would have a circumference of 40, so it's a quarter bigger. So la arba mea mea. So it would take in a cylinder, 400 cubic amos to make 100 mikvahs, 
because each cubic amma is actually a quarter smaller. So it's really 300. And lemea esrim vachamisha. And in 100, there would be 25 mikvahs. So it doesn't come to 150. Mar says, Hani mea vesrim vachamisha havu. It only comes to 125. Tani Rami Baryachel Yam Shasashlomo Shaloshama Tahtanat Mubaot. The Yam which Shlomo made the lower three Amos were square. Ushtaim Onyanot Agulot and the top two were round. And then it adds up to 150 mikvahs. So it looked like picture 193. The bottom three Amos were square and the top two Amos were round. Where it says Nehid if Chalomatid Amra, the Desvato Agolktiv. Now you could not say the other way around that it was square on top and round on the bottom, because the pasuk says that its lip was round. Elaema Chada, but how do you know there were two almost on top? Maybe there was one arm on top. Where it says Lo Sakadaita, you couldn't think that. Dichtiv Alpain Bat Yachil, because the pasuk says it had a volume of two thousand bat. Bat Kamahavya. How much is a bat? Shlosein. It's three sein. Tichtiv me'eser habat min hakur, because it says that a bat is a tenth of a kur, and a kur is thirty sein. So ten bat is thirty sein. So one bat is three sein. Davilu shita alfe grivi. So the yam which was 2,000 baht, was 6,000 se'ah. Faktiv machazik batayim shloshet alafim. Actually, it should be period there. Avalushita alfegrive, period. There were 6,000 se'ah in the, in, in 2,000 baht. Mar asks, Faktiv machazik batayim shloshet alafim. But another Pasuk says that it held 3,000 uh, baht. Our answer is hahula gudsha. That's talking about if you would put a solid in there and it would be like a heaping teaspoon, a heaping pot. So the amount that heaps over the top is one half of the amount that goes inside. Amrabai shvamina hai gudsha tvatahave. Abai says, you see that the heaping amount is one-third of the total. Mutsnan Nami, and we learned similarly in Raisa and Mishnah, Shida Tivao Migdal, Kaverita Kashe, Kaverita Kanim, Ubor, Svina, Alexandri. Excuse me. Uh, all of these different types of containers, Alpha Pishyeshlam Shulayim, even though they have a floor, the Hain Maxikot Abraim Seyabalach, and they hold 40 Seyah. Of liquid, which is two kur or 60 seya of dry to horin, they're not makabal toma. So it has to do with uh, sugya in olos, whether sunny's makabal toma or not. The point here is that you see that if it holds 40 seya of liquid, it holds 60 seya of dry, like flour or sugar or something like that. And so you see that the Amount that heaps over the top, the word for that, I can't think of it, is one, is one third of the total or one half of the amount that's inside the container.
Mishnah. L'chayayin shamru kopan asrat vachim rokban bovyan kolshev. The lechis of which we spoke are ten tvachim high, and their width and their thickness is any amount. Rabbi Yossi Omer Rochban Gimel Tvachim. Rabbi Yossi says they need to be three Tvachim wide. The Gemara asks, L'chayayin Shamru, it's plural, but L'chayayin of which we spoke, Le'matznam Stamak Rabbi Eliezer. Is this Mishnah like Rabbi Eliezer, who said you need two L'chayayin, and Damar L'chayayin V'inan, who said you need two Lachis at the opening of a Mavoy? So it would be a Stam Mishnah, and Halacha would be like him? Gemara says, no, lo. My lechayayin, lechayayin de alma. What does it mean, lechayayin plural? It means lechayayin in general, not lechayayin of one mavoi, lechayayin of in general. Mar says, Ihachi, Koranami, Nitne. Then, likewise, when we said in the previous Mishnah, Hakorasha Amru, the Korah of which we spoke, it should have been plural. Korot. Nihachi korot nami nitne korot. Because it's talking about korot in general. My korot korot da'oma. What would it mean korot? Korot in general. So Dwara says, hachi kamar. This is what we're saying. L'chayayin sh'nechlaku bahen Rabbi Eliezer. V'chachamim gohan asrat rachim rochban govyan kolshu. L'chayayin of which Rabbi Eliezer and the Chachamim argued their height is ten tfachim and their width and their depth is any amount. Vikama kolshu, what is a kolshu? Tani rabichia afilu kachutza sarbal, even like the drawstring of a garment, like picture 195 in, in the Chai, but you've all seen a drawstring and a collar of a garment. So even as thin as that. Tana, learn the Brisa. If you put the lechi halfway up the mavoi instead of at the opening of the mavoi, you have only half a mavoi to carry in. Mara asks, Pshita, that's obvious. Rather, the Chiddush is that if you put the lechi halfway up the mavoi, you're allowed to carry in half the mavoi. Mara asks, Hanami Pshita, that too should be obvious. Mar explains, I might think that you could not carry in any of the Mavoy because you might inadvertently carry in the whole Mavoy and the whole Mavoy doesn't have a Lechi. Therefore, the Chiddush is that you're allowed to carry in half of the Mavoy. Amar Rava. Rava said, Rava says, if you made a lechi for a mavoi and it's three tfachim above the ground or it's three tfachim away from the wall, you've done nothing. Even according to Rav Shimon Gamliel, who says that up to four tfachim is lavud hanimili lamala. That's only above. That is, for example, a korah. The two halves of it can be up to four tfachim. I think I said almost almost a minute ago. I meant tfachim. Up to four tfachim apart. Avalamata, but below, down to the earth, but down below, if it's a machitza under which goats can walk, then even Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel would agree 
that uh, it has to be three Tvachim, not up to four Tvachim. This issue that he mentions of the Lachi being three Tvachim away from the, uh, the wall, there are untold number of chuvos of poskim from the 1800s when telegraph poles were invented. Before telephone poles like we use, they had telegraph poles, and cities in Europe, like in the ancient Middle East, had mevoos, and the question frequently was, if the telegraph pole is three tvachim away from the edge of the mavoi, can it be used as a lachi? There are many, many chuvos about that in the 1800s. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Rochban Gimel Tvachim. Rabbi Yossi says the width of the lechi must be three Tvachim. Amrav Yosef, Amrav Yehuda, Shmuel, Rabbi Yosef said that, Rabbi Yehuda said that, Shmuel said, Ein halach ke Yossi, lo behilmi, lo bechayayim. The halach is not like Rabbi Yossi, not regarding making salt water on Shabbos, and not regarding lechayayim. Amrav Le Rav Huna Barchinana, said to Rav Yosef, you told us this regarding Hilmi. You never told us this regarding What's the difference? Regarding salt water, the halacha is not like Rav Yosef, because the Rabbanan argue with him. Here too, the Rabbanan argue with him. Nevertheless, I might have thought that the case of Lachayain was different because Rebbe, Rabbi Huda Nasi, holds like Rabbi Yossi, so it's a bigger Chiddush that Allah is not like him. Rabbi Hume Matnihachi, Rabbi Hume learned as follows. I'm Rabbi Huda Breder of Shmuel, Barshelat, and Shmei the Rav, Ein Halacha Rabbi Yossi, Lobi Hilmi, Lobachayain. Rabbi Yehuda. Greater of Shmuel Bar Shelat said in the name of Rav, the halacha is not like Rabbi Yossi, not regarding salt water and not regarding lachis. Amr le, Amrat. Then he said to him, Did you really say that? Amr lahu, lo. No, I didn't say that. Amr Rava, Rava says, Hailokim Amra, I swear he did say it, and I learned it from him. My time Kahadabe, why did he change his mind and say that he never said it? Mishum. Rabbi his reasons were with him. We generally do paskin like Rabbi Yossi when he has a machlokas with one of his contemporaries because the Mara says, Rabbi Yossi, his reasons are with him. Amrle Rava Barav Hanan Labaye, Hilchatamai. Rava Barav Hanan said to Abaye, What's Allah? Amrle Pukhazi Mayamadvar. Go out and see what people do, and you'll see that people make a lechi of any size, even a mashu, not three tvachim. So you see the halacha is not like Rabbi Yossi. Ika demani laha. Some say that this question of Rav Hanan to Abaye and Abaye's answer was regarding the following. Hashatem ma'im l'tzom'o omer if a person drinks water for thirst, as opposed to if he's choking, or we would say take a pill, he, he says, Shakol Rabbi Tarfon says, 
the bracha on drinking water, the bracha rishona, according to Rashi, is bari nefashos. Al-Komash Barata, for everything that you created. Amrulei Rafanan Labai, Rafanan Sadabai, Hechadamai. What's Allah? Amrulei Pukhazi, Mai Ahmad Bar. Go out and see what people do. Turning to the top of Teskog of Aleph, Itmar, it was said, Lechi Haumeid Me'ilav, a Lechi that stands by itself, that was not put there to be a Lechi. It's just there and it's available to use as a Lechi. Abai Amar Abilechi. Abai says it is a Lechi. Rava Amar Lohavilechi. Rava says it's not usable as a Lechi. A Lechi has to be put there to be a Lechi. Mara elaborates, If you do not rely on it before Shabbos, everyone agrees it can't be a Lechi. For example, if you put up a Lechi and the Lechi fell down on Shabbos and now you want to say, oh, look, there's something else standing there already that can be a lachi. That doesn't count. That everyone agrees. They're arguing where you did rely on it before Shabbos. Could it be a lachi? Abai says that it is a lachi. This is one of the six cases where we hold like Abaye over Rava, the famous Yal Kigam, Yud Ayin Lamed Kuf. Gimel Mem, which is the acronym for the six cases, and this is the Lulamet, Lachi Haumed Me'ilav. Abayi says it is a Lachi, because you relied on it yesterday before Shabbos, and Rava Amar Lohavi Lachi, and Rava says it's not a Lachi. Because it was not made for a Lachi, so it's not a Lachi. Now you would think that just like Abai and Rava argue regarding a lechi that was not made for a lechi, but it's there on its own for some other reason. It doesn't have to be, be that it's there on its own. It could have been put there by man, but for some other reason. You would think that they also argue regarding mechitza. Tashma, the common here proof, if you made your sukkah between the trees, and the trees are the walls of the sukkah. Shira, it's kosher. So you see, trees can be the walls of a sukkah. So you see, a machitza does not have to have been put there for purposes of being a machitza. Yimar says, no. Maybe it's talking about a case where you planted the trees to be a wall of your machitza. Yimar asks, in that case, it's obvious. Why do I need, why do you need to tell me that it's a kosher sukkah? I might think that we should decree that it's not a kosher sukkah because you might use the trees on Yamtav and you're not allowed to use trees on Yamtav. Therefore, it's teaching us that it is a kosher sukkah. But maybe it's talking about where you put the trees there in advance to be walls of the sukkah and you cannot bring a proof from there that a mechitza does not have to be made for purposes of mechitza. Tashma, come in here. Hayasham ilan ogader ochitzat hakinim idon mishum diomad. We mentioned before, and we'll learn in more detail in the second parak, that you could put L-shaped markers around a well and turn the area around the well into a shusayachid. Each of those 
L-shaped markers is called a geomod, because it's short for geo-amudim. Two, like, like do in Latin or French, forgive my pronunciation, uh, two pillars, two posts. So it's called a geomod. And it says that if there was a tree or a fence or a row of reeds, that it can be considered a diomad. So it seems that a machitza does not have to have does not need to have been made to, for the sake of being a machitza. Mar says, Hachanami Maiskina Shasamit Khalakah. No, it's not that where you put them there uh, for that purpose. Yahi Mike Mashalan, then what's the Khidish? Mashalan Khitsata Kanim. Kanya Kanya Pachom Shashat Vachim. The Khidish is where it's a row of reeds less than three tvachim apart from each other, as Abai asks Rabbah, as we'll see in a couple of uh, the people from now. Tashma, come in here, a tree whose foliage hangs over the earth, so there's a canopy under the tree, I picture 205 in the parish high. If you picture like a weeping willow, so there's a, the, the leaves reach the ground and there's a canopy underneath or a canopy above a space underneath. If the foliage reaches within less than three tvachim of the ground, you can carry under it. Because the overhanging leaves form a machitza that reaches the ground or reaches within three tvachim of the ground. You see, then machitza does not need to have been made as a machitza. Mara says, Hachanami, no, there too, what are we talking about? That you planted it for that purpose. Mara says, If so, you should be allowed to carry under the whole tree. Alama Amar Rafuna Braider of Yeshua Aimitzalimbo Elevatesa time. Why did Rafuna Braider of Yeshua said say you may only carry under it an area of two seya, which is five thousand square amos, the area needed to plant two seya of wheat, which also is the area equivalent to the chatzer of the Mishkan. We're going to learn in more detail later in the Masachet that an area that was enclosed for dwelling purposes, you can carry in with no maximum shear. But an area that was not enclosed for dwelling purposes, like a backyard, which is enclosed for storage, as I mentioned previously, in those days, they only did stuff in the front yard. They, the backyard was just for storage. So there you can only carry up to an area of 5,000 square amos, referred to as a Beit Satayim. So if this tree was planted for living under the canopy, then why did Rav Huna Braid Rav Yeshua say you can only carry up to an area of Beit Satayim, of 5,000 square amos? It must be that the tree was not planted for that purpose, and therefore you see that a mechitza, which exists on its own without being put there by man for purposes of being a machitza is a machitza. 
Mars says no. Yishum David Dirash Tashvishal Avir. The whole Dirash Tashvishal Avir Really, this tree was planted for purposes of providing shelter. But it, it provides shelter to a watchman for the fields. And it serves the outside. It's a Dirash Tashvishal Avir. It's not an apartment that's made for living in. It's an apartment, so to speak, that's made for serving the outside so the watchman can watch the fields. And any dira which serves the outside also has a maximum shear of 5,000 amos in order, 5,000 square amos in order to be able to carry in it. Tashma, come in here, another attempted proof. Shavat betel shugavoa sara. If you spent Benashmashos when Shabbos begins on a hill or a mound, which is tent fachim high, with a with an area of four square amos up to five thousand square amos, the chain beneka, or you you began Shabbos in a depression in the earth. Which is ten deep, from four square amos up to five thousand square amos, or the or in the middle of a field surrounded by stalks, like picture two hundred nine in the parish high, and the stalks are ten high in the area of the of the clearing inside is four square amos or more. Then on Shabbos you may walk in the entire area and outside of it two thousand amos. Allah referred to here, again we'll elaborate on this later in the Masachet, is we know that the Tchum Shabbos, the area that you can go on Shabbos is two thousand amos past your home or past your city if your home is in a city. If you find yourself when Shabbos starts out in the field, then you're not allowed to go 2,000 amos from where you are. But if you're inside an enclosure, then it's like you're in a house and you can go 2,000 amos from where you are. So if you're on a mound or you're in a depression, a mound like picture 207 or a depression like picture 208 or in a clearing in a wheat field, like picture 209, if the area is four square amos up to 5,000 square amos, it's considered a home and you can walk 2,000 amos outside of it. And these are clearly not man-made, so you see that a machitza does not need to be man-made for purposes of, of a machitza. And if you'll say, and if you'll say, no, it was made, that way. That's fine regarding the clearing in the middle of the stalks. But a mound and a depression, those are natural features. They're not man-made features. Rather, we conclude that everybody agrees that a mechitza which was not made for purposes of a mechitza, is still a mechitza. Ki plegi 
They argue only regarding a lechi, which was not made for purposes of a lechi. Abaye letame damar lechi mishum mechitza, mechitza suyame lea havi mechitza. Abaye holds that a lechi, which was not made for lechi purposes, is a good lechi because a lechi serves as a mechitza, and as we just concluded, a mechitza which exists on its own accord is a mechitza. Rava letame damar lechi mishum heker. Rava holds that a lechi is not a machitza. A lechi is a heker. It's a visual reminder. So, i avida ve'adayim havi heker. If you made it, then it's a visual reminder. Vilo lo havi heker. But if it just happens to be there, then it's not a visual reminder. And therefore, it's not a good lechi. Tashma, Mara says, come in here, a proof of avnei gader, yotzot mi ha-gader, mukdelot zomizo, achob mishloshat vachi, mishloshat, ensirach lechi acher. If you have the end of a wall with bricks staggered out of the wall, the way bricks are laid nowadays too, you alternate them. So at the end of the wall, you if you don't fill in the space with half bricks, then you'll have one sticking out, one going in, one sticking out, one going in, like picture 210 in the parish high. So if the vertical distance between the bricks is less than three tvachim, that can serve as a lechi. And if it's more than three tvachim, it cannot serve as a lechi. So it seems that a lechi, which is there of its own accord, wasn't made as a lechi, that it's still a good lechi. So Rava would answer, no, no, it's talking about where you built it that way to serve as a lechi. If that's the case, it's obvious. What is the Brisa telling me? I might say that it's made for continuing the construction in the future, and therefore it's not good as a lechi. So it's telling me that if you made it as a lechi, it is good as a lechi. Tashma, come in here, Dutani Rechia, Rechia taught. A wall which on one side, a wall of a mavoi, which on one side is shorter than the other. Whether the difference can be seen from the outside but not from the inside. Or whether the difference can be seen from the inside but not from the outside. The extra part can serve as a lachi. The part that's longer on one side than the other can serve as a lechi. You see that a lechi does not need to be made for purposes of a lechi. says, no, no, it's talking about where you made it that way, for it to be a lechi. If so, what's it teaching me? What's the chiddush? The chiddush is, it's teaching me exactly that, that if it can be seen from the outside, and not seen from the inside, it's still a lachi. But it's talking about where you made it to be a lachi. At least that's what Rav would say. Tashma, come in here, the Rav Havayati Rav was sitting in a mavoi, Havayati Ravuna Kameh, and Ravuna was sitting before him. he said to his shamish, Zil Aitili, who's a demaya, go get me some water. Go get me a, a, a pitcher of water. Ad ata nafal lachi. Before he came back, the lechi fell down. 
So he motioned to him, and the shamish stood still. Rav motioned to him, and the shamish stood still. Armalei Ravuna, so Ravuna said to Rav, Lusavarli Mar, Slismoch Adikla. Doesn't Rebbe hold that you could rely on the palm tree, which was at the gate, at the opening of the Mavoy? Picture number 199. See a, on the left side, a palm tree standing at the opening. Why can't that be a lechi? Amar, so Rav said, Dami Haimer Banan command lo parsha in shishmata. So Rav said, This rabbi seems like somebody who nobody explained anything to him. Me, Sabchina Lemiyamol? Did we rely on a tree? For Shabbos, we had a lechi, and the lechi fell. You were not relying on the tree. Well, what do you see? Tama v'losamchina. That, why can you not rely on it? Because you did not rely on it before Shabbos. Ha-samchina n'havi So, if you had relied on it, it would be a lechi. So, leim abai v'rabba v'losamchina le'pligi. Now, abai and rabba would not argue with rab. So you see that Rav holds that a lechi that you relied on before Shabbos, that a, a natural feature that you relied on before Shabbos can be a lechi. So Abai and Rava who are arguing must be arguing about where you did not rely on it before Shabbos. Hasamchinan lechi, but if you did rely on it before Shabbos, it certainly would be a lechi. Mara says, no. Salkadaitachtahu braka davibar no, that can't be, because there was an overhang with supporting pillars at an opening of a mavoy, like picture 211 in the parish chai, you have a mavoy, and at the opening of, next to the opening of a the mavoy, there was another house that had an overhang, and it had pillars supporting it, and one of the supporting pillars was right at the gate of the mavoy. And Abaye and Rava argued about that all of their years, whether that supporting pillar could be a lechi. Now, if they argued about it for years, clearly they could have relied on it before Shabbos. So you see that they are arguing about even where you did rely on it before Shabbos. Mishnah. Bakol osin lechayayin. A lechi can be made out of anything. Afilu b'davar sheish Even something living. Good. Make a lechi out of a donkey or a cow or even a person. Rabbi Meir oser, and Rabbi Meir prohibits it. And a living thing can be tame as the covering of a grave. We saw near the end of Masechet Shabbos a machlokas, exactly what a golel is. It's either the covering of a grave or the covering of a cave that has graves. We'll just call it a golel. Whatever it is, it's, it's metame. And the Mishnah is saying that even a living thing can be tame as a golel. Rabbi Meir, Mitzahir. And Rabbi Meir says it's tahar. And you can write a get on a living thing. Rabbi Yossi Aglili, Posel. And Rabbi Yossi Aglili says such a get is possible. Mara? Yes. 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 
correct. That is correct. Tanya, Rabbi Meir Omer, we learn in the Brisa, Rabbi Meir says, Rabbi Meir says, anything which is living cannot be a wall of a sukkah or a lachi or of a mavoi or a board around a well or a covering of a grave. In the name of Rabbi Yosef Lili, they said, you also cannot write a get for a woman. On a living thing. My time of Jerusalem, what is Rabbi Yossi Aglili's reason? Titania, Sefer, it says, Sefer, the get in this week's parsha, is called the Sefer. Elia, la Sefer. So from there, I only know you could write it on parchment. Minayin, the Rabbat Kol Davar, how do I know you could write it on anything? Tamud Lamar. So, the Pasuk teaches me Vikatavla, it says you should write it for her, Mikomakom, on anything. Then why does it say Sefer? Just as a Sefer is not alive, and it's not food, so anything on which you write to get has to not be alive and not be food. Rabbanan and Rabbanan who hold you can write a get on a living thing. They would respond, Mikti Vasefer? Does it say you should write it in a Sefer? Sefer Ktiv. It should be a Sefer. The Spirut Varim Va'almahu Da'ata. That is, that the Get should tell a story. He tells the story of who's the man and who's the woman and where do they live, and he's divorcing her. Lost the place, just a second. Rabbanan hai v'katavla mai darshibe, and what did Rabbanan darshan darshan from v'katavla? Rabbi Yossi used v'katavla to broaden what you could write a get on when he used sefer to narrow it. But if the chachamim don't narrow it, they don't need to broaden it. So mai darshibe, what did they learn from v'katavla? They learned from there that a woman is divorced with a written instrument and not with money. I might have thought to say that since divorce is equated with ma- to marriage in the Psukim, it says she will go out and she will marry. So divorce is equated to marriage. Just as a woman is married with money or with an object of value, so too she can be divorced with money or with an object of value. Therefore, Vikatavla teaches me that she's only divorced with the written instrument. So how does Rabyosiaglili know that she can only be divorced with the written instrument? Because he used Vikatavla to learn on what surfaces you can write it get. Nafkalemi Sefer Kritut. Sefer Kortav and Devarcher Kortav. He learns it from the expression in the Pasuk, a book of separation. That is, a book, a written instrument, separates her and not something else. Rabbanan Hai Sefer Kritut Yivayle, the Devarcherek Ben Olveda. And Rabbanan need the word Kritut to learn 
that it should be something that cuts off the relationship between him and her. Look at Tanya, as we learn in the Brisa. Man gives a woman a get and says, This is your get on the condition that you will never drink wine or you will never go to your father's house. That's not a get because it's not severing the connection between them because he's forever keeping a hold over her by saying she can never drink wine again or she can never visit her father. If he says it is a get, on the condition you don't drink wine for 30 days or don't visit your father for 30 days, that is a get because the connection is eventually severed. Rabbi Yosei and Rabbi Yosei learns this from the fact that it says rather than you could learn two things from it. It could have said sefer a sefer which cuts off the connection since it said so you could learn two things from it. You could learn that it has to be a written instrument, and you could learn that it has to sever the connection. Rabbanan, karet, kritut, lodarshi. And the Rabbanan do not uh, find that to be a meaningful distinction, karet versus kritut, and they don't darshan anything from there. Mishnah. Shayara shechantabibikah. A caravan that on Shabbos came, or just before Shabbos, came to rest in a valley, and they surrounded it with the various kalim from their animals, with their saddles and saddlebags and so on. You can carry inside the enclosure. As long as the enclosure is ten fachim high, and the there are not more openings than standing parts. In other words, the spaces between the saddlebags should not be bigger than the saddlebags. An opening in an enclosure up to 10 amos is permitted because that's a, an opening. But more than that is considered a break in the enclosure and it makes the carrying in the area inside prohibited. Have a good day.